Hello and welcome to Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. This is Catherine McPhail. I am your host and an architect working in eastern Massachusetts. My specialty is renovations and additions to existing homes. I'm making this podcast uh, with the idea of creating a library for my clients and others who want to learn as much as they can about the various aspects of home renovations before they start their project. So today is the second of three episodes with Ron Pike of Alpine Environmental. We're talking about lead, asbestos, and mold. Today's conversation is about asbestos. Okay, so Ron, today you're going to get your back and you're talking about asbestos. But you should probably introduce yourself. This is the second in a, a three-part series on lead, mold, and asbestos. But we're going to talk about asbestos um, second. And do you want to introduce yourself again briefly? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Ron Pike, um, owner of uh, Alpine Environmental out of Chelmsford. We work all over uh, Massachusetts, Southern New Hampshire, and uh, we do lead paint, mold, and asbestos abatement. Uh, and um, been doing it for about again 30 years, and, and uh, recently got back into the, the the lovely world of asbestos. Uh, a lot more awareness of it, and uh, and uh, it, it's it's a close cousin to what we're doing as far as the lead. As far as taking, as I said before, we we take bad things out of good places. So in order to do that, we do the same type of thing called containment. We we contain the work area that we're in, uh, and protect your home, and then take the asbestos or the lead, and and get it on out of there, and then. Uh, the, the, Especially working in, in, in the context we're talking now about renovations, those are these are vital steps. If you have an older home, you, you can't avoid dealing with lead and asbestos. So, what exactly is asbestos? <clears throat> it's a it's a really handy mineral fiber. Um, it's fireproof. It's chemically re- chemical resistant. It's uh, fairly plentiful. Uh, it, it's it's durable. It lasts forever practically. Um, and uh, it, it's it's something that they were using as an insulator. For pipes, for boilers, um, they use it for transite panels. You'll see it, the the the, uh, the houses. You'll see sometimes even with uh, the siding. A lot of these 19, 1930s and 40s, they would put a lot of uh, mm-hmm. looks like shingles, but they're kind of wide, flat, thin shingles. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are asbestos. That's a, that's called a transite panel uh, or transite asbestos shingle. And um, they they laugh. they laugh? If, you, if you've ever seen a house like that or had a house like that, you know that that stuff wears like nails. It'll last forever. Yeah, I have uh, both had one and I owned one. And yeah, I see it a lot actually in the projects that I work on. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's, it was a popular cover up. It was, it was 19, I think it was in the 40s. It was 1940s ver- version of uh, vinyl siding. You know, just slap it over the old shingles mm. and uh, makes it look good. If, if if you like that, <laughs> there's enough of it. Yeah. You can't go uh, you can't go half a block in Cambridge without tripping over at least three of them. That's true. Um, but uh, they're they're not not as many as there were 30 years ago. They are being phased out, uh, remodeled out of existence. Um, but yeah, so asbestos again, it's it, it's a it's a wonderful thing. But uh, on the on the health end of it, when it becomes airborne, you ingest it, uh, and it is a carcinogen. It'll give you uh, lung cancer or asbestosis. So it's, it's um, and, and lung, asbestosis is not a cancer, but it's a, it's a, it's it's a decreasing in the efficiency of the lungs, and it'll that'll that'll kill you too. Mm. Um, so so it's a, it's not a, again, it's not something to be to be trifled with either. So if is it like lead, where if you don't disturb it, you're okay, or should you get yeah. it removed anyway? Well, it depends on. on 
depends on where it is. I mean, you, you can have vinyl asbestos tiles, like the nine inch by nine inch vinyl floor tiles that all of us, right. I mean, I grew up in, you know, in the seventies in our school, those schools were covered in miles and miles of it. Yeah. Um, that has a lower content and, uh, and it's, it's what they call friable means something that's e- easily pulverized and airborne. A vinyl floor tile, um, with about 900 coats of wax is anything but friable. So that's not really a problem till the janitors have to come in there and strip it and wax it again. So now it's, now you're making it friable. They mm. blow it into the air. So, um, but it's, it, it's, if it's in good shape, kind of like a paint job, a lead painted house, if you don't touch that lead, it's, it's okay when it's time to paint it. Now you have to scrape 4,000 square feet of your exterior lead paint. Now mm. you made the lead friable. Now, now it's a big health issue. So for the asbestos, Containment and leaving it in place is, is, is really the preferred thing to do with it. But when you have to replace the boiler or you have to you know, redo your floors or you're doing a renovation remodel, it's front and center. you got to deal with it. You have to take it out. So if you have the asbestos wrapped in your pipes in the basement, you can actually just leave them there if you're not changing yeah, anything? If, if they're in good shape. Um, it's a, it's a, I mean, ideally, I, I was you know, certainly, especially as an asbestos abatement contractor, get it out, of course. But I mean, we see plenty of it that's, that's in good shape. You could put a, re- a re-wettable wrap around like a plaster Paris wrap, like you, when you're a kid, you break your arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, could, you could do that and that'll, that'll kind of contain it. But um, if, when you see that aerosol looks like rolled up cardboard around your pipes, then you see that uh, plaster mash where the, uh, where, the, where the joints and the valves might be. Uh, that's your asbestos, and uh, and that's the stuff. It, it's been there since the 60s, 50s. If it's still in good shape, which is not really likely, and it's not being touched, um, it, yeah, it's fine. If it's in a basement, you hardly ever go to, and nobody touches it. If, it, if it's in good shape, it's okay. Uh, if you have a finished basement, you got a playroom or something, your kids are down there, and you got a bunch of corrugated asbestos um, insulation running through the the, the playroom. Well, then mm. sometime I think I'd, I think that'd be probably bordering on negligence to leave it there. Mm. Okay. And I've recently seen a lot of job sites where they have asbestos just everywhere. They test now in the in the joint compounds and all that. So it's it's not yeah. just around pipes or in the siding. It's it's kind of in every wall. It seems like. Right. It's, there was a period in the, in the 50s, 60s when they were putting in a lot of joint compound, not mm. so much the sheetrock itself, but the joint compound. Yeah. And um, that, that is a, a situation where at that point you have to take the sheetrock down because you're never going to separate the joint compound from the sheetrock. Right. And, um, and you have to take that out and just dispose of it as, you know, as asbestos. So um, that, it, it is. It's in, it's in many things. It's, it's not just the pipe and boiler insulation. It is the, it's the vinyl floor tiles. It's the joint compound. It's the it's the glue, so uh, the ceiling, magic that helps. Plaster the for ceiling, some reason. Ceiling, yeah, ceiling, plaster, popcorn ceilings. Mm. Um, yeah, vermiculite in your attics are blown in the old the old gray, oh, no, puffy looking insulation. That's yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. Yep. Guess I'm not long. I'm not long for this world between the lead None and the asbestos. <laughs> we just live with respirators. No, we and we and we we're, we really work hard not to be alarmist in this whole thing. Yeah, so, sure. I mean, we, the, you, you need to be realistic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, most of the people who have the mesothelioma or the or the lung cancer, the the uh, you know, from uh, or asbestosis, they were people who worked with it a lot, were exposed to it a lot too. Yeah. So you know, if you're if you're working at a, if you're working you know, with it or in the shipyards back in the day in Charlestown or 
South Boston, they, they, they coated it as fireproofing. The asbestos was everywhere. So mm. people who were working with it, and if you smoke, if you're a smoker, you, you have t- 10 times, that's a thousand percent more chance of having a health effect from asbestos because your lungs don't work that well. And uh, the smoking will, uh, will, will, will really double down on the, on the problem there. Wow. Okay. Another reason not to smoke, which yeah. I'm, okay, I can be grateful for that. I don't, I don't that's smoke right. anymore. That's so. right. That's right. Um, so right. Is, it, is it banned or is it not banned? I'm confused now because I thought it was banned back in the 70s. It's, it's but, banned in building in, in, certain, in certain products, but not everything. You can still find it in some uh, some car parts. Asbestos can be you know, in some brake brake components, brake pads. Um, you know, some some roofing tars. Uh, it, it's still, for whatever reason, it has not been outright banned yet, mm. and it's kind of strange. But you can't you, know, you, you you can't use it in in uh, you know. I mean, they used to have it in cigarette filters. How about that to, to help stop uh, fires in bed? With your if you're smoking in bed, you can have your <laughs> you, could, you could you could rest easy knowing that your asbestos cigarette filter is going to protect you. <laughs> so, wow, that's amazing. But yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So it, I did not it, know that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a funny thing. It's a little 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 uh, dark dark humor there, but it's, it's true. It's true. I mean, who who have thought? Okay, so, so how can uh, homeowners protect themselves against it? Again, should they talk to their contractors about what they're going to do about the asbestos by, by EPA? Yeah, with EPA and um, Department of Environmental Protection in Massachusetts, the MassDEP. Uh, it's required if you're doing a renovation to do a survey mm-hmm. to have an, inspe- an asbestos inspector come and test the areas that are going to be the, the suspect areas. He's not going to go and check your woodwork for for asbestos. He's going to be checking your flooring. Mm-hmm. He's going to be checking your your sheetrock, your your your, your joint compounds, your ceilings. Um, he'll be looking in the basement if you're doing stuff down there. And it, the, anything that will be disturbed should be tested and then it should be removed again by law and by common sense. Um, you want to take that down under contaminant. You need an asbestos uh, abatement contractor to actually come in and do that, have the inspector come in and, and, and bless the job when it's all done. And, uh, and he'll get you clear errance, you know, clearance. Um, he'll take air samples and visual tests, make sure that your home is safe. And again, it's, it's great because as a contractor, your remodeling contractor should be pretty happy about that because he doesn't have to send all his people into deal with asbestos yeah. <laughs> with no protection. Right. So, uh, yeah, as a, from a worker perspective, it makes a heck of a lot of sense too. So, and, and as a buyer, homeowner, as a consumer in, this, in the whole equation, uh, you really want to work with the ethical contractors, the guys who are not going to look at their own employees and say, oh, what the heck with you, go, go, you, you take that, <laughs> you pull that up, you pull that wall down, you pull that flooring up, you know, whatever, we got to get this job going, which unfortunately is still the pervasive attitude with so many people. Mm. Okay. Uh, what about <clears throat> what about if you're doing an addition to a home that has asbestos siding? So, is it possible just to remove the asbestos on the walls that are affected, and then yeah. kind of weave in that mineral board that looks like it, or whatever it's called, fiber? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can do that. Yeah, they have that fiberglass. The um, I forgot. I, like the they're big. They're like big shingles. Have, they look the same. Yeah, I got a stack of them out in my shop here. Yeah. I could, <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah. So they have that. It's like a cementitious uh, uh, fiber yeah. that you can put up there, and uh, yeah, you you can take that down. And in, in, in that case, yeah, you you just take that one wall down. Just whatever is being disturbed, we do that quite often. Just take over, take you know the left side or the front side of the back. Uh, you don't have to take it all off. It's a good time to think about it if you want to, because obviously, doing it if you're if you're spending it, if, if money is not an object, 
through the whole house and hey, just throw up uh, you know fifty thousand dollars with the shingles or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, but I'm, I'm being a little glib there, but it, so, yeah. So I, if it's, but if, no, um, it's, it's a, an time issue. to think about, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a nice, it's always good to get rid of something that's going to haunt you later or be an issue when you're selling the house later. It's not a strong suit when you're going to the real estate market to say, Oh yeah, my house is covered in asbestos. So there might be some ROI, probably not a positive one, but something you get some of that back when you, when you're doing resale, if you've actually, you know, if you're going to take off one wall, once the asbestos company is there to do the whole job isn't, is not uh, going to be four times that much. It, it won't be as bad, but, but mm. yeah, you can legally, legally and appropriately. Yeah. Just take off what you need to and, uh, and then get, get your addition put on there and, and then weave it in. Okay. We'll do something contrasting. Yeah, there's lots of options when you're from the, from the well, architectural. Well, sure, you can do something totally different. Yeah, but you can leave the other ones up if you don't have the 50000 to reside your house, theoretically. Right, 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 right. yep. Okay, anything else they should know about asbestos? When they still, with the, with the shingles, even though they're not, I mean, if you just take a shingle off, will there still be asbestos released if they do that? Or should it still be a specialist who's who's... A contractor can take, you know, technically they could take, if they could take it off in one piece, which is tough. You got, you kind of got to work under it and pry up, pry up the one above it and get to the nails and pry it out. If you could take it out without breaking it legally, um, yes, you you can do that. But and and um, it's, yeah. if it's onesies, twosies, that's fine. And you and do then, see them break. I mean, the kid kids are playing baseball or whatever. They put a baseball those transite asbestos uh, shingles. They break like dinner plates sometimes. You know. So to, to weave in a new one, you can do that. It's, just, it's not a problem, um, but it, it's a slippery slope type of thing. Yeah, you know? it is a slippery slope. Okay. So again, the homeowner should just be aware that asbestos is an issue and make sure your contractor is dealing with it appropriately, getting it inspected and everything else removed properly. Right. Okay. Yep. And then, and then having, again, having the, uh, when the contractor's all done, there's a third party inspector comes in and he will do, he'll do air samples to make sure there's no asbestos release into the house or into the other living spaces. And then he'll do a visual, make sure it's all done. And then that way, that way the project is, is safe. It's all about, it's all about safety and just making sure that, uh, that, that the process is followed and, and if the process is followed, everything, everybody goes home happy at the end of the day and the asbestos is gone and it goes to a landfill. It's a special, it's a special classification of hazardous waste. So you as the homeowner will actually get a waste manifest back within the, uh, about a month or so telling you that your waste was actually disposed of properly and someone didn't toss it into the Charles. Mm, so what if someone doesn't, what if someone just throws it into the trash, let's say, how bad is that? In the truck, and that's pretty in, bad. Yeah, pretty bad. And it could just expose everybody, everybody around. Yeah, and it, I mean, it, I mean, frankly, it's not as big of a, a a public health hazard as it is at that point. It, it's a uh, it's a regulatory nightmare because because EPA is involved in D, DEP and and uh, everybody will jump all over you, and right, rightly so, because because uh, improper has waste, hazardous mm. waste disposal is a big no no. Um, even if it's just, a, and unfortunately, even if you just you do an oopsie and you throw out a little bag of stuff, you probably, you might be treated as, as poorly um, as somebody who you know, did a whole truckload because it's, it's, you're violating a regulation and it gets, it gets, it gets ugly fast. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Ron. That's a cheery way to end it, right? <laughs> <laughs> is there, I don't know, is there an upside, a good news, like about my sweet tomatoes? Is there any good news about the asbestos? Um, 
Probably not. It's pretty. I think. It, I think. Makes, it, it will make your your roses shinier. How about that? Yeah, I, I just sparkle. made that up completely. But I'm, I'm hoping it's yeah, it's going to have some positive. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure there's some botanical use for for asbestos, and you know, well, <laughs> it'll we, help your soil retain water. And maybe. Is it vermiculite? That's not doesn't that doesn't have asbestos in it, does it? Yeah, I yeah, a lot of it is yeah, asbestos. It's oftentimes um, you have to pretty much presume that the vermiculite is is uh, is uh, asbestos contaminated. There are a few vermiculite mines that 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 it come. It's natural. They didn't even add it. It's, it's like a tremolite. It's, it's many these different mineral fibers, and some of the uh, vermiculite has asbestos in it. It's just it's a component from nature. Hmm. Not everything natural is good for you, I guess. There you go. <laughs> That's All right. right. That's right. Well, yep. speaking of speaking of natural, our next subject is going to be mold, which is natural and also sometimes not good for you. So That's true. We'll be back in part three talking about mold. Thank you very much. Thank you. So that's asbestos. Thanks a lot. Ron for taking all that time to talk to me about these subjects. Personally, I do admit that I find it a little overwhelming. I just need to remind myself that actually I don't need to take care of it myself. I leave it to the experts and they know what they're doing and can handle these materials and uh, clean up our houses, basically. So next episode in two weeks will be on mold. In the meantime, if you have any ideas for episodes you would like to hear, please email me at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. I would love to hear from you. I really appreciate you listening. And if anybody does want to connect on Facebook, you can join the Facebook group, which is called Talking Home Renovations. I'm also on Instagram, Talking Home Renovations. I'm not as active on that as I should be, so I'll make an effort to be better at that. This podcast is produced by my architecture firm, Demios Architects. You can find information there about home renovations in my blog. Also, other questions about home renovations, I'm happy to answer if you just want to um, email me there. Anyway, all my information is at www.demiosarchitects.com. And the link is also in the show notes. Well, thanks again for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And join me next time as we finish up our conversation with Ron about mold.